0: I am a big passport guy now. That's all I use to go to bars. That's me. Passport man standing in line. You know that guy flipping through fucking pages trying to prove his identity to some fat bastard outside of a bar called McGee's. (laughs) I always feel like a, I always feel like a professor and like a student trying to like work on their you know like like office hours when the because the bouncer was like hey where's your ID and I'm like well let's turn to page 7
1: To the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host Sean Bear Flannery,
2: and I'm C.J. Sullivan. Each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a different theme when it comes to debauchery and drinking. And this this week, we solved the mystery of drunk assholes. Basically, and, and, uh... <laughs> they're all over when you're drinking. It's you you a... know.
1: Cops, bouncers, bartenders, your, your, your friends, you know? Right. And your people. Your loved ones.
2: <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> that cross you. It's weird. That, and in It's life. a
1: society of Dr. Jekylls and Mr. Hyde. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's not just us when we become drunk assholes. It's everyone around us. And they don't want us to have a good time. Really? Uh, they don't. Real joy kills. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So we're going to get into the science of why that might be true, and if that is if you're just a part of it, or it amplifies it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some fun stories with with authority as well, with other assholes. So we have we'll get into that.
1: Um, yeah, it comes out worse in the power hungry when they're drinking. Um, right. We also have a very funny story. Uh, from Ben Gerber, who's a stand-up comic uh, that's done our live show several times, where a, he runs into the wrong asshole in Miami that okay. makes travel very difficult for Ben.
2: The wrong uh, asshole story. in Miami. <laughs> 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 like a guy introducing himself that way. You <laughs> you pal are dealing with the wrong <laughs> Miami asshole now. CJ... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to give you a,
1: a quick update because uh, right. you know at the end of, at the end of every podcast we plug what uh, we have going on and uh, yep. you know we always tell you to leave, uh, leave a five star review for the the podcast and uh, I've been mentioning how I had a, a retelling I was doing a live retelling of places I can't return to my book which Your happened book? this weekend okay. it was a great show sold out and it was a it was a hard sellout the producer I told him specifically because he's not used to. Dealing with assholes,
2: but mm-hmm, as I yeah, am. Right. so I'm like, listen,
1: <laughs> I need you to set aside five seats.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, he's like, well, you know, it's a small theater, I don't want to do it. I'm like, fine, we'll call it press, okay? I'm going to bring press. <laughs> just, just have five <laughs> seats there, okay? Yeah, yeah. He, of course, sells it. You know, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have no, no play. There's no, no play. No, place. you got no, no wiggle
2: room for the late, the late showing drunks that are just this, finding yes, out about exactly. it that night. You know, that, and that I, was, that I right. knew how
1: to deal with. He's, exactly. He's robbed me of this.
2: Cost of doing this business isn't... with a drinking show is that, <laughs> listen, there's going to be a lot of walk-ups, a lot of stumble-ups, if you will.
1: Some of these people I am not going to be able to turn away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we're talking, I'm talking to our good friend, Nolan.
2: Nolan, the uh, owner of Galway Bay, the unofficial bar yep. of the Blackout Diaries.
1: Yep. And I'm talking, and he was going to come with his girl, mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Uh, yep. They... They have an incident, you know, and that's <laughs> that's not going to happen.
2: Probably <laughs> the incident, probably him springing upon her these plans for the night <laughs> that was unaware to anyone. So
1: he calls me. I'm like, hey, man, that you know what? This is a blessing in disguise. I I'll buy that extra ticket off you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm talking to him, this is like this is like two p.m. shows at seven p.m. He's already he's more than half in the back. He's he's pretty drunk at this point <laughs> yeah, in time. Right. And I'm like, and, and so he's like, Yeah, yeah, that's 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 grand. Okay. I'm like, Great, you know, I'll use the ticket. Thank you. And then I go, and I just want you to know if you don't want to come Because nope. i 'cause I'm I'm thinking he's probably gonna pass <laughs> out anytime. time. Yeah. Sure. You know, um Yeah, you're not tied to this. Ticket I'll take two, t- two, two extra ticket. tickets. Sounds great. He's like, Why wouldn't I come? Why wouldn't I come? I'm like, Okay, okay. <laughs> so, um show starting And uh, the producer, he's like, "Um, you you still have one seat reserved for Nolan, Mm -hmm. but he's not here. uh, So I sold that. I'm like, all right. He's like, we'll just tell him you arrived late. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And uh, he's like, you know, I'll do that. I'm like, listen, if he shows up. I will do that, okay, yeah, not you. Tell me. Right. I, I, it's, I, I, I was yeah, just going to say,
2: it sounds like this guy has no idea what he's dealing with here. No, exactly. Like, the fire up, he's playing we're, with. We're not
1: dealing with a th- – th- we're going to treat this like a bear that's wandered out of the forest, okay? If he <laughs> yeah,
2: shows up – You're not going to put a policy in front of him and say, listen, we reserve the right after 15 minutes <laughs> to give your seat away. That, that, that's not going to handle the situation.
1: <laughs> and I'm talking to this guy. Yeah, you Brett got a cocaine bear again. coming your way. <laughs> He's on stage. Nolan is—I don't know what—like six foot four of yeah. pure yeah. Yeah. Irish alley, <laughs> right. you know, exactly. <laughs> muscle. And I—I I belabored that I had sold his other ticket. What do I see coming up the door? Other—it's uh, 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 Nolan and Cassidy. He brought oh, Cassidy as his
2: plus one. And Cassidy and- is a, his MMA cop, cop, business partner and drinking partner in crime. <laughs> yes. we also been discussed on this show before. And, and we don't have <laughs> he just, he for- just looks like an Irish assassin. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a
1: seat for either one. Right. And the way they stumble through the door. It looked it looked like if you were making like uh like an infomercial or, or a training video for bouncers to recognize potential problem customers. <laughs> it looked like, like if, this is how they would right. enter. Like now, nah, here's two <laughs> ne'er-to-wells You're gonna want to keep your eyes on. Like the way he, <laughs> Cassidy was dressed, in like <laughs> like he had been deer hunting. He's in like full <laughs> winter regalia. Yeah. Like no wearing a sleeveless Megadeth shirt.
2: <laughs> <with> <laughs> or a video on. A video game or like a police training video where you gotta sh- shoot yeah. the shoot the bad guy but not the like the old lady with the purse, you know. Yeah. Like these two <laughs> are absolute troubles. They're just Down. general no yeah. general white criminals. <laughs>
1: (laughs) so and i'm like oh boy and the the producer immediately goes he goes is that nolan i'm like it is and i'm like why don't you go inside (laughs) (laughs) and i i think as he's walking inside he's like there's no more seats fellas and nolan just like like puts his arms up you know (laughs) and i'm like yeah i got it you know (laughs) (laughs) and um you know obviously they bum rush they get their way in there but this is what's great you know Mm -hmm. um they're making tons of noise. They're in the right. back. We, at least, I at least got them in the back. Um, they would individually, and I love when drunks do this. Uh, one would come up to me because I'm getting my notes ready because I'm choosing the order of the play based on what the audience has voted for. So I haven't even finished the vote. This is a perfect Sean Flannery show. I haven't even yeah. been able to vote yet because I'm dealing with no. <laughs>
2: it's interactive. You're doing the whole thing. It's, it's ambitious i will saying this is kind of on this is kind of on you. This, the more I'm thinking, of all the here, all these plans. Nolan
1: comes up first. He goes, "Listen, I don't know if this is a good idea. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and keep Cassidy under control, but he's drunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're both taking responsibility for the other one to yeah. say that they're so not Diego as drunk, right? Cassidy
1: Cassidy comes up to me, and goes, "Listen." I'm going to do my best to keep Nolan under control. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's a good idea because Nolan is drunk. Yeah, he might
2: be a bit overserved, so I'll keep an eye on him for you.
1: <laughs> and then they throw each other out. <laughs> they, they, like, they get into such a. You're drunk. No, you're drunk. Yeah. But they threw each other out before Burke finished his opening act. Oh, they saw. Man.
0: <laughs>
2: They saw Burke and, the, and they, the during Burke set they ran each other out for being too loud for heckling each, each other out. out. All right, fair they, enough. And you and gotta go. Say, no, you uh, gotta go. No, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we <can. laughs>
1: so I I I go home after the show and I, I did not stay out with Burke. Burke and um Alex Joyce performed at the show. Okay. And They go out. So this is where I'm tying it in today's themes of assholes. They went to Reezy's Beer Stroop, which you and I used Beer to go soup. to. Yep. And as you you and I both know, that is a bar. The bar is so Chicago in that I've never been to a bar where they won't kick anyone out. Like, like, <laughs> you, like you and I have seen fights last for right. minutes in that, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. place, you know. And then they still serve both
2: participants. They serve both her participants. If anything, okay, I'm going to need a credit card just in case you get arrested. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure I can run a tab, you know. <laughs> I was letting you go for a while, but I can see it's so volatile.
1: I, I, I guess Burke and Joyce go there and, like, there's just this totally belligerent asshole customer uh-huh. and o- opening words to the two of them this guy w- comes into the bar so Bert yeah. and joyce are having a post-show beer kind of unwinding enjoying themselves just screams <laughs> at him he goes you two shitheads don't know dick about anything <laughs> Bart bar- bar- orders a beer bartender goes Will that be cash or credit card? <laughs> <laughs> no like, no acknowledgment. Lo- yeah. I love <laughs> he's the, berating his customers.
2: I love the asshole at the bar who's by himself and who's been there for a while. And like yeah. he, they're just letting him be. Like he's already scared off anyone he was with, anyone that goes by him. He's just waiting for the new person to show up and he's just like yeah. you know, waiting to pick something. It, he probably heard and that- Burke's accent, like, oh, this guy probably thinks he's fucking smart because he has yeah. an accent. <laughs>
1: And that's you know what we we should do in the in the um, second half of the show here, mm-hmm. we should give people some advice on how to deal with assholes. Okay, and one of the things I would say when you when you see that. Uh, kind of like population distribution at a bar where there's one guy by himself on an entire end of the bar and everyone yes. else is crowded on the it, it's kind of like you, you Something you learned really early in Chicago on the CTA is you never board a train that's suspiciously empty during the I weekend. was just I there, was just going to say reason.
2: I was just gonna say the same thing, and I'll t- I'll save that story for the second half. But uh, when you, you, when you see a guy by himself, you go, well, "Hey, friend, looks like you could use a uh, <laughs> no, like a I, cheer I, up like or like now." Yeah, yeah, there's a
1: famous phrase: "Trust the wisdom of the crowd,"
2: <laughs> and walk away from that man. Right. <laughs> All right, let's get into Ben's story yeah. here. As as he said, as he ran into the wrong asshole in Miami. Um, this <laughs> is amazing. Uh, without, without further brew, let's see. Let's hear about the wrong asshole of Miami from Ben.
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Keep it
1: going, huh? Keep it going.
0: What a! I didn't know he was gonna use that picture. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> that was uh, pre-COVID. Um, circles darker under the eyes now. Uh, let's see. I, uh, that's actually funny. That's when I, so we're going to talk about that. That's when I did have a girlfriend. Um, I, (laughs) I was, uh, we were dating for a while and then we ended up moving in together. Uh, and then we broke up and we moved out, or I moved out. And, uh, that was hard for me. Uh, that was like, that was like a really tough breakup because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 26. So that's like the first time in my life where I can... Genuinely say that I did like fall in love with an apartment, you know, like it was, it was uh, the the floors were just (laughs) incredible. No, no. all right, so like put a pin in that. That's important. I, uh, I I don't get hangovers, um, and uh, I love to to drink. I here's I, I like to go to different cities, and then I and then I go on a scavenger hunt for the best vodka soda in the city. And I did this in Orlando. Because you do, and I, well, it turns out it wasn't, a, it was just me, one bar, and 17 vodka sodas, but <laughs> I, uh, he, here's what happened, I so I blacked out, uh, started drinking a bunch, uh, was there for a wedding, I ended up at a club in Orlando, this is two years after me and my girlfriend had broken up, I'm, I'm at the bar at the club, and I order a drink, and I turn around, and then I, and it, I, kid, I, I see my ex-girlfriend, because she's from Orlando, and I like forgot that. I was there for a wedding. And instead of just being like, hey, I just kind of went ah, and, then, <laughs> and like, ran away, which is like not good. It's not good when you see your ex and you react like you're in a haunted house. So <laughs> that, was, that was nice. So I, <laughs> I decide to flee the situation. Uh, fight or flight, um, and I run out of the club. I'm not even a club guy. I don't know why I was. Th- I know I look like I take a master class for DJing, <laughs> but I <laughs> not. So I'm outside, and then I and then I try to go back into the club, and then the bouncer says my ID is fake, <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, and I'm hammered, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 dude, my ID is real. I was just in there. Which is not, it doesn't make it real at all, but uh, <laughs> I told I was like, "No man, like my ID 's real, and he was like, "No it's fake." And I was like, I was like, "Well, how about you fucking prove it?" Also this is all being told from the perspective of my friend, I don 't remember any of this, but I, I said, "How about you fucking prove it, dude?" And he, uh, he, took, a, he took out a pair of scissors and he, and, and he actually cut up my ID. <laughs> And uh, sh- shall we, this is all I have to prove I am <laughs> who I say I am now, <laughs> a vertical North Carolina ID, <laughs> a frat, oh, but you know what's funny, it has all the necessary information, <laughs> it has my face, signature, and birth date. <laughs> that's all, hold on. can you hold this I have. No, I still have it. Uh, and I... Here... Uh, so the problem... Here's a problem happened, right? Because I'm... This is a vertical North Carolina ID. I'm in Orlando, Florida. And the very next day, I have to fly back to Chicago, Illinois. With, with this. <laughs> dude, this this is a fucking bookmark, Dude. <laughs> And it all, I mean, look at my face in that, dude. This. Is, <laughs> I mean, the second I go to the TSA, they're like, "Yeah, we've actually been looking for you." Um, <laughs> no, I. So the next morning, I have to fly home with this, and so I, I go up to, you know, I'm in line at TSA, and um, um, I'm a little. I said I don't, I don't get hang. I, I get hangovers. Uh, I was hungover off of blow and uh, then a Xanax to counteract the blow. We're open here. We've done that. But come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> and uh, I get to the TSA person, and they're like, all right, boarding pass and ID. And I thought it would be so funny to just slap this thing down <laughs> on the table. <laughs> yeah, boy, they hated that. Uh. <laughs> Yo, they took me into a room. <laughs> I went to one of those little rooms, man. <laughs> you know those rooms are like, do you want a private screening? I like had no option. I had to go to the room. And turns out they can like look you up on a system. <laughs> they have a computer in there. <laughs> and it turns out you don't have to fly with an ID <laughs> if you are a white guy. Uh, <laughs> If you're not white, you're not getting off that airplane. I'm telling you, dude. So I do make it home, obviously, uh, made it back. And now, uh, I I am a big passport guy now. That's all I use to go to bars. That's me, passport man, standing in line. You know, that guy flipping through fucking pages, trying to prove his identity to some fat bastard outside of a bar called McGee's. (laughs) I always feel like a, I always feel like a professor and like a student trying to like work on their you know like like office hours when the because the bouncer is like hey where's your ID and I'm like well let's turn to page seven huh okay well thank you very much that's been the whole story I'm Ben bye
1: and we're back on the Blackout Diary show I'm Bear Flam with C J Sullivan that was a hilarious Ben Gerber talking about everything from Miami to assholes to exes and Ben is here
0: now Ben how hmm. are you. Good man, thanks so much for having me. I'm pumped to be here, talking about all the debauchery <laughs> I was getting into.
2: Nice. What <laughs> what, I, what I liked about that story is that how you um, like you pushed the boundaries and found out the law for a lot of people, like what it actually takes for an ID to still work even if it's cut in half, even though the yeah. Yeah, I found bad.
0: out that the law doesn't apply to a white guy, you know, <laughs> you know, which is um, universally known. And so you got on, and How you got on you, a
2: flight just being in the system too. That way, yeah,
0: like that's what
1: I'm kind of I wondering on. Like, it took a lot of confidence to just go. How much time did you give you, give yourself that first flight with just a half of a license? What do you mean? How much time did you give yourself to get on a plane? Like you had to think this wasn't going to go that well because you had to
0: fly <laughs> oh, out. You know of Miami, what's hilarious right? is, like, is I, I that this is such like white guy confidence. I showed up just I showed up like I had seven forms of ID. Like I showed right. up, like, like, like I was like, like this isn't, this is nothing new. I showed up yeah. like, you know what? They're gonna look at this and be like, actually, we should cut all of the IDs into a third. <laughs> the
2: and you put it, yeah, you put it on them. Well, you gotta do something because I gotta get on a plane about 35 minutes. So <laughs> exactly, you gotta I gotta make there, this happen.
0: I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I slapped <laughs> it down, and they were like, it's the gates closed. Why are you even? You're, you're trying to. <laughs> And then they brought you to that. Tell me about it, that it room
2: is... real quick, too, though. I like, I like that the room. Yeah. Is there, is there one a one second one white one man rooms. room
0: too? Yeah, it's one of those rooms. I think you go there, if, like. So a thing about me is I always end up setting something off on the 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 the, 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 the detector or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always, <laughs> I mean, we, it's always like in like or like around my like crotch, and so they always have to give <laughs> off this spiel of like, "Do you want to get?" padded down here or do you want a private screening room and I think that's where yeah. they took me this time I obviously mm-hmm. didn't have a choice I had to go was just, they were <laughs> upset so cause you, cause you also had half
1: a license yeah, and you yeah. It off yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, I
0: was they were I mean they were like God is telling you not to get on this plane right now <laughs> <laughs> the screening yeah, I mean, smash interrogation it was a real bare bare I mean they were it, it, it was a real bare room I mean, it wasn't. It, I I will say it, and this is you know <laughs> it tells us a lot about it. it. In from what I remember, you know, looking. I mean, it it wasn't. They didn't finger skate print. It was just like they just like looked me up. I mean, they they have everything. That's what's <laughs> hilarious. They have everything. They have it. Right. Like you know, it's almost like oh, I, oh, I don't even need this thing. Like, like you, you, like yeah, they have it. And uh, I know that I uh, think they're, it's they're, they're like kind of no, getting there. A little bit. Have you flown recently? Sometimes you don't even need your boarding. Like you just they just your ID is synced to something. I don't
2: know. Oh sure, you know yeah. And <clears throat> They have stuff like Clear where they scan your eyeballs and you just like put Yeah, it's, they it's, don't need any.
0: Yeah, any any of the paperwork is just all
2: uh, window dressing. You know, for, so, yeah, we yeah, too, yeah. so we don't get yeah. too so we don't get too suspicious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then he became a passport guy. That kind of related to that. I've I mean, uh, that is I'm. I mean to. Sorry to cut you off. No, <laughs> go like for the, it. No, go ahead. The pa- I just can't, that thing fits nowhere anywhere. Right. It is. It's it, most it, inconvenient. It most important, like, slash but, but inconvenient. What's, what's crazy is it's like it's like here's the only thing that you can get into places and if you lose it, you can go nowhere. You can you, right. you, now you can get yeah. in nowhere.'re stuck yeah now
2: they're now you're not now they're not messing around if you don't have a passport no, it's, it's, and like i i I carried the passport for many years during uh, my dirty days of. Uh, not having a license or being a drunk. And then, like, but now, and, and eventually, like, yeah, you take care of it for a little bit early on, but then it's your ID. Now it's just in your back pocket. I'm sitting on it, you know? So it just no, becomes know. your. Now,
0: <laughs> now you look like a degenerate traveler. You're, I mean, right. And you, like,
2: and you well, hand it to them. Yeah, know. and it's crumpled up and folded. Like, where, where have you
0: been? I know. And it's like, where have I, I've, I've been to fucking O'Sullivan's every night of the yeah. week. That's where I've been. Right. Like I've yeah, been they act like you're... <laughs>
2: yeah, I, was, I wasn't a, I wasn't a prisoner, and some oh, like yeah, like, I just world country,
0: a keg of old style. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I do like the idea though that
1: Wisconsin doesn't see that you're fit to be on their roads, but America is willing to send you out into the world. Yeah, like you've know. lost your driver's license. <laughs> yeah, but we're not touching the passport. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're still the best of the best. Yeah.
2: The, some people do think you're trying to con them when you throw them a passport. Or, well, why don't you have a license? Like, they can't fathom why you don't have a license. Like, you, you I know? Don't know, especially I, right, know. In drunk I mean, space. to be like,
0: fair, a- anybody who's shown like any one of my friends who like pulls out the passport at like a bar. Mm-hmm. It's like my most degenerate friend and which yeah, is hilarious because it's the most like <laughs> regal piece of like identification, <laughs> but it's like, it's like a guy who hasn't slept in nine days. is like trying to prove, prove pr- 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 his age.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we- I, I would like to see like your group arriving at a bar. Like you just described the the passport guy yeah. and then you have you, you know, like you're uh, for our listeners who can't see you're very young looking like, well, I think every time you've done the show, at least twice that I've been there women are mostly asking about your hair care routine. <laughs> You've know, been as great hair. Like that's true. Like during Q and a women just asking about his hair. That so is, like yeah. the bouncer deals with your passport buddy. And then you come up with a half a life. The bouncer's got to be like these fucking guys. I you know. know.
0: I mean, Oh, they, 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 I, this is, I mean, you can't even see it on here, but I kind of have a mustache and I don't even know if it's helping or hurting, but it's just sort of like an, a way to be like, no, I, I, the fa- I have the facial hair is like, it is a possibility but yeah, I mean, I show up and they're like, oh, this guy, I don't think he's allowed to drive after nine. You know, it's sort of a, a situation <laughs> like that. So just to clarify, them, that... I Actually, I can't drive because I have a fragment of a license.
2: Fragment of a license. So that was a real license <laughs> and then a
0: bouncer cut. He was just being an asshole. And he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It's a full. It's a. Which I think is. I mean, that's got to be. That's got to be like yeah, a crime, right? No, of course. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of would federal think. crime. I mean, I, mean, I, I was be... so. I This is. The story is is a sort of a collection of like what I remember, but what also friends remember. I mean, there's no way that I didn't say something insulting to him to get no, him of course. To, to, you know. There's yeah. no way, yeah, probably, is. no, of course, That's no way that he was like, yeah, "This guy's a great guy," but I, I, mean, I gotta cut your license, right? <laughs> you know, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I had something smart to say. <laughs>
2: Well, <laughs> oh, you could have been eighth down the line. He deals with a lot of assholes, a lot of drunk assholes. And, you know, this one, I'm going to, this guy with his, his nice hair, I'm going to fucking I just, uh, ruin his, I'm going to ruin his travel plans for a bit. But he had, like, scissors. That's what's, like, the guy, yeah, like, that is hilarious. So that's, a good point. It, that's definitely his go to move if he had the scissors on him.
1: I, I he does sound like an asshole bouncer. Yeah. You know, for there, sure. there might have been an escalation. And there's in there's plenty part, of those guys. He's, yeah. He's still... Yeah. That's a. Ben, um,. <laughs> Uh, you've done the live show, I think, twice. How long uh, – you've been a comic for a little while, but how long have you been in Chicago? Because you're not from Chicago originally. Are you from North Carolina? Yeah. Where are you yeah, from? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's a – What's a, yeah. the other thing about that ID is it's – I don't know if you – so it's a vertical ID. Which is typically, yeah, very, it's,
1: it's hilarious when he holds it up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, it somehow looks even. It looks like elongated. It, half. I know, it looks I know, like six inches. It, <laughs> it looks like you've unrolled a measuring tape. Yeah, and, you're, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and you're about yeah, to. It looks measure like I
2: took something. one
0: of those like, like pizza roll and I like flattened yeah, yeah. it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, your,
2: your face and lips all stretch
0: out too, like a cartoon no, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm unrecognizable on many ends but the one quick thing about that is so north carolina is one of the only states that typically like you have a vertical id until you're 18 i think and then you have to go horizontal or no until you're yeah until you're 18 then you go
2: horizontal
0: so north carolina is like keep it they just they, they, like until you're <laughs> right, like yeah you can have it at 21 <laughs> and you're going up to like prove your ID. And it's like you next to like an 18 year old. You could both have these bookmarks basically for licenses. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's all, that's hilarious. It's all, it's, yeah, it's all fucked up. But I, yeah, I've been in Chicago since 2018. Um, like a summer of 2018, 2018 and that's when I started. Okay. Up. Yeah. And then, oh, okay.
2: And you learned about Chicago yeah. real quick as far as their, uh, one of the, one of the first things you learned and I learned when I moved to Chicago was the, uh, the towing rate and the tow plant and the, uh, the Oh yeah. You're not officially
1: a Chicagoan until you've been towed Yeah, (laughs) until uh, you've made a minor, a a minor mistake on reading a a highly specific sign and you've been towed. How did it happen to you,
0: Ben? So I, I, the night before it was like the company holiday party. And so I, I had about like, you know, 48 old styles or whatever. I mean, I just absolutely deleted beers that night. And Mm -hmm. then I drove there and then we, drove to another bar and that's where I was like really don't remember and I guess I parked my car woke up the next morning just at my place don't remember I had no clue where i parked my car and it could have been along basically like the stretch of Milwaukee like anywhere in Logan on, on that Milwaukee stretch so I'm walking up and down clicking my, my, my keys can't find it this was <laughs> oh, like two man. hours two Jesus. hours doing this I come back and I say I mean my car is gone mm. I don't know I, I thought I was, either it's stolen or it's towed mm. and I then in one last ditch effort, I asked my roommate if I could borrow his car so I can kind of get around faster. So I'm driving around the city. And then I see my car. It's just, it's on a side street and it's got a ticket. Cause you know, it was there for sure. a day. Sure. And so it's got a $50 ticket. I see it. And the place where I parked isn't is like 15 minute walking distance from my place. So I, drive my roommate's car back and I text him. I say, dude, I found my car and I come back, I come into my apartment. I say, dude, I found it, but I got to run just so I don't, Oh, cause I moved my car into a lot like this, like Wendy's lot. Okay. And so I, I come back in and I distinctly remember it saying, Hey, found my car, but I got to run. Cause wouldn't it be wild if I got towed? And then I walk back and in that 15 minutes, they fully towed my car. Yeah. And I, I know this because. <laughs> I had to go all the way north to the towing company and the timestamp of when they like basically put the car into the lot was exactly the amount of time it takes to drive from that lot to the um, to the towing company lot from the Wendy's lot to the towing company lot, which is exactly the amount of time it took me to walk from my place back to when I mean, he was sitting there. He just sat. He saw me. Oh do yeah, it. they. He I mean, it's
2: big business. They big business in those fast food places, McDonald's, Wendy's in Chicago. They hire people to sit there in a the lot and <laughs> wait for drunks like you. <laughs> it's just it's just well, you know, and literally he just drop their car off for a it. bit. What's
0: hilarious to me is he's <laughs> towing it, and somebody behind that car. Just sees the ticket flapping in the wind yeah. on the windshield, <laughs> going like, "Oh, that's 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 three hundred and fifty dollars plus a fifty right. dollars." I mean, it's just like that's I mean, an old myth. One of the worst math problems you've ever had to do in your entire oh, life. The worst. That's
2: an old myth of leaving leaving the ticket on the windshield. Well, they won't give you two tickets. It's like the oh, no, like they leaving will. the lights on for the robbers. Yeah, yeah they'll do it. They'll love to they, do it. Yeah, they'll I will check did. the that dates. A... I mean, that's their big money system. And that's
1: why yeah, I think what you learn is a Chicagoan, you're better off just keeping it on a city street yeah. and getting another ticket from the cops. Right. They're, yeah. they're the lesser of the two assholes. Than, oh, my. Well, like, yeah, exactly. The, I, I this is all I mean,
0: I've really um, this happened in December, the getting towed. I mean, I'm I'm now I'm officially, I think, a Chicagoan. Yeah, and you and you learn.
2: I mean, you're you're still gonna get ticket. You're still gonna get tow. You just got to know when who to pick your poison from. I mean, I I have
0: a ticket right here. How about that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You should combine your ID with it. Put your half your ID on your full ticket.
1: (laughs) Well, Ben, thank you uh, so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Before you leave, tell our listeners how they can uh, follow some of your career.
0: Oh yeah, so uh, catch me on Instagram at uh, Ben Gerber underscore. Um, Pretty active on there. I uh, make films and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that's just about it. Other than that, thanks for having me. Oh, that's
1: cool. You said you're working on a short film right now. Are Mm -hmm. you uh, able to talk about that at all?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's about a, a guy who, um, joins this viral video competition, um, that this, this basically are these, like all these, like influencers have put together this competition where if you can go viral in four months, then you get to become a part of this, um, this like group of creators, these content creators, mm-hmm. and so he goes to extreme lengths trying to make a viral video, and it kind of takes a pretty, it, it goes south pretty quickly.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: almost sounds like a Black Mirror episode. It's or very something like yeah, that. Yeah. heavily influenced by Black Mirror, one of the best TV shows out there. And it does seem very, oh, and it does
2: seem very realistic. I mean, from all companies that they'll do that, like oh, even yeah. like an advertising company. Sometimes you try to get like side work, like yeah, just make a viral video, and then uh, we'll put you on. So <laughs> like, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> the whole yeah. I don't know if the whole key of making a viral video is that people don't know really,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
2: don't understand why it does go viral, and it's not an easy thing to do. Well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, Well, that's great. Thanks, Ben. That was a great story. Yeah. And uh,
0: thanks, man. Appreciate it. Ben
2: Gerber underscore follow him on on
0: Instagram. Absolutely! Thanks so much
2: for having me. We'll guys. See you, Ben. Appreciate All it. Right. Later. All right, we're back in the blackout diaries. That was Ben Gerber with a hilarious story about a <laughs> chopped-up ID slice in half that still works. That's the best part about how that thing still works.
1: It's this- hilarious, and he carries that around. I think. It has since expired, so I believe, yeah. you know, Ben Ben has a new one now, but he's still just almost for nostalgia, you know, uh mm-hmm. carries that around. Like, like a photo of his kid, you
2: know, it's hilarious. <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's push and he pushed the uh boundaries <clears throat> of the law of what is permissible, like what is legal. Do I do I need a ID to get on a plane? Do I actually do I need a I whole- find that fascinating.
1: Day. Every now and again you meet you meet a guy who's even a bigger disaster than mm-hmm. you and I were when right. when we were drinking yeah, yeah. really hard. Sure. And they'll they'll say something like you'll be, you know, just kibitzing at a bar, and they'll say, oh, no, 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 that Common misconception that you have to have an ID to board. <laughs> Don't need plane. that. I love, now, yeah. You do need a lot of time.
0: But I got so <laughs> drunk
1: in Anchorage one time. <laughs> that is- they legally have to let you, if you are able to prove your identity, you
2: know, Total myth, dude. Total (laughs)
1: myth. (laughs) Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know if I wanna. Right.
2: Yeah. Legally, they have to let you. in. Okay, maybe legally, if you're ready to fight this in the Supreme Court, but so that's what a lot of times we do in those situations, especially with assholes like that. Especially, there's all there's all new uh, uh, phase with videos too, especially the anti. Police movement of people like telling cops the law, like like the, the, those real oh, assholes. is the, the
1: sovereign citizen movement—it's hilarious. a great, yeah. great, great strand of assholes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it really is. It's like, yeah. and I said, this is what you got to do—you put them, you know, shut up your video, of this, you know, and you're telling them the law, yeah. and like, and you can see these cops looks in their face like, oh fuck, you know, like, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. do not you realize this doesn't matter if you know the law or the law? The law is whatever I make it right now. <laughs> you want to get through the situation? Yeah, exactly. Like, Unethical. Like, do you know how to just get by in life and how to fucking get along with people? You know, like, it's, it's it won't get worse if you just be if you just be fucking cool about something.
1: Yeah, my buddy um used to be a uh, DA up in like the mountains of Colorado, yeah. and he would have all these sovereign citizens that he'd be, or excuse me, he wasn't a DA, he was like a public defense attorney, uh-huh. and um, but he'd be representing these people, and he said it'd be you would see him pull up because they don't believe that the state owns the roads so they would they would do they would have handmade license plates that would just right. say valid citizen on it you know? <laughs> and he would just be like fuck <laughs> you know, cuz you can't reason with them as they're, they're like the worst client in all the world like mm-hmm. like you know cuz he'd be like okay i think we got a good case here um, you know, here's, you were here's a thousand
2: dollar bill with my face on it to pay for our services. Yeah,
1: and they would say, yeah, like they would say like these like Magna Carta error phrases. They like, well, I'm just here to discharge the debt, anyways. He's like, well, you don't owe anything <laughs> yet. No, the debt. The king's debt, you know, and you're like, okay, <laughs> and they would all go to jail. Like the judges right. hate them so much, they would get oh the mats God. every time. Of course, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. You drove on roads paid by taxes <laughs> through the government, by the way, to get here on your in your independent uh, vehicle.
1: Well, CJ, speaking of yeah. assholes and who owns the roads and how you uh, prove that, okay. this is another story out of the asshole capital of Miami. Where yes. a Southern Florida man offers police a taco as identification.
2: <laughs> now this story, this story um, is legendary behind the scenes and of the, the Blackout yes. Podcast. This is a story you've been trying to shoehorn in to uh, <laughs>
1: since episode. You four. and I have a we have a meeting before every podcast where we pitch <laughs> right. stories, and I have pitched this from yeah, episode one <laughs> and uh, yeah i'm going so, to book ben just to shoehorn this in <laughs> i'm like he can't say no if i've already got a second id story
2: yeah let that be a lesson to anyone who's trying to be a guest on the blackout diary scroll scroll for some famous drunk idiotic stories if, yeah, you can, that's uh, true. if you can attach yourself to that that you think that yeah. this show i mean you might have a nice chance but all right let's get into it so a guy offered a taco as an ident- as his ID to the cops, which this is this combines a lot of my favorite things too because yes, I love these stories that come out these drunk details. We had one a uh, couple episodes ago where the woman tried to. Put a cheeseburger on. Well, she a put a, or something yes, like that. Yes, she
1: she confused her high heels with the cheeseburger and <laughs> tried to put a cheeseburger <laughs> yes. on her foot to walk
2: away. Right. So these <laughs> d- these embarrassing details are only ho- told to us because the cops are releasing them and putting them in the police <laughs> report just <laughs> because of it's it hilarious. Just because of its hilarity, right? <laughs> like come on. And then, and then when people complain about it, like, come on, this is unnecessary. This is unnecessary private information. And the cops are like, come on, it's funny though. Come on, give me a taco. You're all right. You're I, right. I, I,
1: <laughs> And you and I stand behind them. Uh, the mo- one of the models at the Blackout Diaries is uh-huh. we're not going to jump into the defund uh, the police movement, but we don't want you to defund them.
2: Yeah, don't defund the police. F-U-N. Please. Yeah. Refund the police. <laughs> Put your <laughs> ballots there.
1: And this is how you do it. It says uh, Matthew Faulkner, 30, was arrested okay. by Martin County Sheriff's deputies at the fast food stop Taco Bell in Jensen Beach. According Taco to the drive through. Okay. Yep, Sorry. a Taco Bell manager called police saying a truck was in the drive through lane with the engine revving and smoke coming out, and the driver had fallen asleep.
2: It's mm, pretty dangerous.
1: It is. Uh, when deputies arrived, they found Faulkner uh, passed out or snoozing, whatever that means, smelling mm-hmm. of booze with his foot on the truck's accelerator. I asked the driver if he knew if he fell asleep with his foot on the gas pedal, and he stated he did not know that.
2: The yeah. said. <laughs> you, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're currently passed out on the wheel. That's great. And so then— uh, one,
1: of, one of the deputies asked uh, Faulkner uh, for his identification. He replied no. The report said, when asked mm-hmm. again for his ID, Faulkner reached into his fast food bag and took out a taco. <laughs> when mm-hmm. the deputies refused to take it, he shrugged and began trying to eat the taco. <laughs> well, now so that should funny. be legal. All All right, right. it's not an actual ID. Now that that does seem unnecessary. That, there,
2: I, I like him grabbing a taco. Like my name's got to be on one of these. You know, they took my name at the order. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> But all right, if you won't accept it, then I'm going to do what, it, what it's, it's other use for it, and that's to eat it. I love this.
1: I asked if he had anything to drink. He answered, maybe a beer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> after saying all that, this is a fun detail, too. When he, um, so a second deputy told him after after getting the idea not a taco, when he shrugged and started eating the taco, he got out of the truck. And that's when deputies discovered the truck was currently on fire. <laughs> and then quickly used extinguishers to douse the flames. <laughs> i do like what they um but that does cross late into also things where people say you know i don't because they love that's a that's a number one asshole thing the law uh, anyone who yells i know my rights never knows their rights by the way and they're yeah. always and, and they're always like now let me show you an idea like they'll be behind the wheel i saw one the other day was, i don't need to have a driver's license and uh <laughs> Um, to, like, to drive a car, because I'm not, dr- she goes, I'm not driving a car, I'm traveling, I'm a traveler right now. <laughs> <laughs> and this cop is like, Try not to laugh because it's on video. Oh, yeah, That's great. And what is traveling, ma'am? You know? <laughs> like, well, I'm not in the state. What state? What state is this legal? <laughs> legal. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs>
1: That's absolutely hilarious, right? Um. <laughs> I let, you know, I do think this has to happen at I would love to get stats. Um, we, we, I don't think it was on – I think this was a conversation I was having at a bar and not the podcast. But there was just this big lawsuit mm-hmm. where a woman was run over by a drunk that was going to Taco Bell to buy liquor. Yeah. And uh, he, like, mangled up her legs. She'll be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. And she won something like $40 million from Taco Bell.
2: She sued Taco Bell.
1: or Excuse me. I'm sorry. uh, This happened at 7-Eleven. I apologize. 7-Eleven. And there were a lot of people who were like, um, well, why is 7-Eleven having to pay for this drunk driver? And the lawyer was hilarious. Oh, well, (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) And he ran the statistics. And it was insane, uh, CJ. It was something like every day in the – 5,000 7-Elevens across right. the world, 300 people are run over by drunks. <laughs> and and like people have told, like engineers have told 7-Eleven, you need to put like safety bollards in, like, yeah, in between yeah, for sure. the, the parking spots. It. So mm-hmm. he was like that. He like the, This guy was, and I, I was thinking about that with this Taco Bell story with this guy. I'll bet you, if you were on like the Taco Bell franchise hotline, mm-hmm. after 10 p.m., Half the cars are like, yeah, I got a guy, uh, pickup truck. Um, he's just revving it against the sign. Well, you have
2: always claimed they should just have a sobriety checkpoint in the Taco Bell drive-through. They lane. should. They, they, or at least maybe even a dummy lane, like one like kind of like a railroad track. One goes left <laughs> and one goes right, and you breathe yeah. in, you know, like it will go to the right, <laughs> and then you can also get your food
1: there. Man, you I can be- automate this this whole thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, I would, be- but it. But
1: it I was just gonna say, it amazes me that they design Taco Bell drive-throughs like they're any other restaurants drive-throughs. Like these things <laughs> should be right. Like, they should be more secure than
2: like shipping lanes or something like that. You know, <laughs> they should. Yeah, and I, yeah, and it shouldn't be a one lane. I mean, it should, you're, you're exactly right. It should be like a dock. It should be like eight, yes, la- like lanes wide, like deep down. You know, kind of yeah. like old. Someone has to roller skate up to it as well. The new Taco Bell's. There's one out here, and I know there's a couple in Chicago. That their new thing is the, the Taco Bell Cantina, where they serve alcohol. Yes. And uh, I, I don't think that's the right idea because it's not like you go there to drink. You know, you already have exactly. to be drunk, you have to be drunk to go there. No one's going there for the actual drinks, and that's kind of like uh,
1: it'd be like if an alien looked at Taco Bell. <laughs> and was like oh well they're all drunk and having fun right. so presumably this is the fun place right and like didn't know that no they they had their fun elsewhere right they had fun here to finish the, the evening. there's
2: when there's drinking there's hope that, of the hours ahead of you when you go to taco bell at that point <laughs> the hope's gone all right the drinking's done with the hope's gone now something bad something bad or it's gonna happen but it's not gonna have to do with alcohol that's hilarious.
1: I will say this, I always uh you know, we're talking about assholes. Like sometimes you run into an asshole bartender, an asshole bouncer. I um you know, I I just walk right out of there. I will say this, I always side with Taco Bell employees. I feel yes. like they are the most underpaid people. Like imagine if you just pitched that shift. I- imagine if you were a bartender or right. a bouncer and I walked up to you and I'm like, "Okay, um you're going to work alone for minimum wage." And your customers have all been thrown out of all the other bars in the city that have just been closed. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
1: I would need I would say, like, you need to give me like a sheriff (laughs) to work that.
2: We've discussed before the Waffle House employees when those videos went viral and you're saying like,
1: yes, when the, when people try to fight them, it's like, what right, are you the, doing
2: to go to attack? them, I And that's been another thing with fast food uh, employees fighting customers and stuff. And they and they, they still uh, frame it. And like the headlines, like I saw one, like it was today, I think it was like McDonald's employee attacks, you know, angry customer. And they cut to the video. It starts off, the the girl's got like a, she's trying to throw the soda machine like over the counter at these people because they're out of, you know, they got four nuggets instead of five. Yeah, you always read it's
1: a dispute over nuggets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you want this person to do? They're fighting for their lives. And then they come out and be like, you know, like uh, is this store policy? Like, Well, they're, it's a human survival <laughs> yeah, I policy. I love that.
1: <laughs> well, I've always said my favorite part, whenever I went to Taco Bell, I would, see, I would say when I went to Taco Bell back in college. One out of ten times, an employee would punch out a customer. <laughs> like one out of ten, and I would say of that one out of ten, half the time they would do this move that I is one of my favorite moves in all the world, where they would take their Taco Bell hat off,
2: yeah, to take walk it off around like put, the counter,
1: like like this is your personal time, here, boss man,
2: yeah, like <laughs> taking your badge off of like a cop, like I'm not a cop <laughs> right now, and sliding it over the counter. It's just me, mano, a mano, <laughs> taking off your Taco Bell apron. This is this is a, this is a this was, guy's hat it up to here <laughs> <laughs> those
1: fights are so funny too because the customers just get it's almost like it like like it, it, it's a step below like what would happen if i actually fought an actual boxer mm-hmm. because it's like <laughs> not only are these taco bell not, not only are late night employees not only do they have a bigger fire in their belly not only mm-hmm. are they in better shape than these fast the kind of person that loses it over chicken nuggets probably not right. in good shape
2: yeah, you know, exactly, um, and and their motivation isn't deeply rooted as this yes, guy's motivation. Exactly.
1: But I also <laughs> love it's the best camaraderie you see in any workplace. Thing is mm-hmm. when all these dead end drivers go like, "Wait a minute, did he try to?" Is that a customer? He's beating the shit out of to <laughs> yeah, Get in on that's and a that and civilian, you see,
2: right? You, finally, you
1: see all the employees just descend. <laughs> I saw one. <laughs>
2: We've been, we've been daydreaming about this for yes. years pal what we would do to a customer and now that fucking john went over the counter it's all hell yeah. yeah What was what you saw i saw one with the customer
1: it was like the same thing it was like a dispute over chicken nuggets or something mm-hmm. she throws something at an employee spits at the employee and then you just see from every Angle of the camera, giant kip- kitchen apparatuses being thrown into her unconscious <laughs> head like a blender hits her in the head. Like, just like every employee, whatever the right. employees could grab, they just threw at her face.
2: <laughs> That's what he said about the Wobble House guys. They know where all the weapons are. They had the non-slip <laughs> shoes. You're, you are, yeah, in turf. It's like fighting a yeah. They uh,
1: got the high ground. Do not do that.
2: Like you fight- go
1: and that. <laughs> go ahead and I was just
2: gonna say it's like fighting a war like you know a grenade or you know some kind of enemy territory like you are not on home turf out there <laughs> 3 am uh fast food restaurant <laughs>
1: um should we do you know we've been talking about drinking and driving and recognizing uh well we've been talking we we talked about that DUI checkpoint in taco Bell this is uh and recognizing friends and foes this is a, this is a quick funny story here this is we're gonna do an open invite this is our first non-human open invite
2: non-human in- open invite all right
1: Non human open invite, just because this story is so insane. Uh, a pet parrot snitches on his drunk driving owner at a cop <laughs> checkpoint in Mexico City.
2: <laughs> in Mexico City. What do you, you got to do to get a DUI in Mexico City, by the way? <laughs>
1: Yeah, not pay the bribe, probably. That's probably what this was. There's no fucking way a parakeet said all this. They just, this asshole <laughs> didn't pay his bribe.
2: Yeah, and that's what these Mexican cops and the press had. fell for, right. for the Cops gave a story. Ah, his parrot timed him
1: <laughs> Parat- Let's read this article here.
2: It is belie- yeah, it's hilarious. It is, yeah, go ahead. Let's read your article first.
1: <laughs> Polly ran her mouth, and it was all over from there. Oh, a driver... Boy was busted for drunk driving last week in Mexico City after his parakeet ratted him out to police. Guillermo Rees, 49, was pulled over at a routine alcohol checkpoint, and when he exited his blue Chevy to be tested, the merciless parrot squeaked him out. He's drunk. <laughs> He's drunk, said the voice in Spanish from the back of the car.
2: <laughs> he said it in Spanish. Este Barraco.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um,
1: yeah, there's no way this actually happened.
2: Yeah, no, right. Spanish speaking parakeet. Come on. Although I do, <laughs> I used to always say about that about parrots. It, they are jerks, and they're only jerks yes, because they because they don't. Yeah, they're they are assholes. Speaking of assholes. Parrots are the assholes of the definitely the Burger King only because they don't taste any better. They they must know they don't taste. If they tasted better, there's no <laughs> yeah. way they would be able to have this kind of attitude with us. Yeah, they
1: walk around. Yeah, like they own they, the place.
2: They do. They squawk do? around, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at my feathers. You love us. <laughs> yeah, the, the chickens would love to run us off, but they know where they're they know where their fate's going.
1: <laughs> I didn't think of this. Um... At the beginning of the show, but there's a great David Attenborough documentary on the Kia. I think Mm -hmm. it's spelled just like the car. And it's the biggest uh, parrot. They live in the mountains, maybe in like the Andes or something. And it's considered to be the most intelligent bird. Like okay. they great. Like if if they're at a zoo, like you can't own them as pets because they're so intelligent. Like you have to create puzzles for them every day, or they go insane. Yeah. But the documentary is hilarious. You can see it on YouTube. Just like Google "Kia the smartest bird." It's David Attenborough just showing how big of assholes these birds are. <laughs> like and just showing, like they take, like they they will like fly up to a car and just take the windshield wipers off and leave. Right. <laughs> <And they're like, laughs>
2: right. Just petty. Just petty. Fucking yeah, just, mischief. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: like breaking the easy things to break that are expensive right. to fit. Like it'll it'll break the antenna and leave, you know, like like it shows them like cutting off all their Internet, like just going right up to like the Internet cord, snip, snipping it with the beak and leaving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, open invite to those jerks if they want to come and explain themselves. <laughs> Um, uh, real quick before we end the show, let's get it because we promised the uh, listeners we we'll have to get into uh, some of the reasoning why people become assholes when they yeah. drink. and there's a there's a the science is actually pretty complicated on this because well, when, anytime you talk about personalities, you sure. have to there's a debate with if say we, we either we all have a certain personality or our personalities changed from the environment we're in, you know. They use yeah, com- yeah yeah they use a comparison like say you know we're different than we're playing you know playing cards with the boys or if you're with your mm-hmm. m- your girlfriend's grandmother they say like, on a date you're gonna act differently sure. you know so yeah. different version so maybe maybe drinking is just another version of you hey that's what I was when I was drunk I can't
1: <laughs> I l- I do love it when uh you were talking about how like this one study said um you know like they're not really finding a lot of evidence that. Right. It- that there is a scientific reason for it to fundamentally change you. And, uh, you know, but people, when you're the drunk person, the asshole, the next day, yes. well, that is not me. That is not me. <laughs> that, right. You, you were pointing out like, oh, oh, everyone around you is like, well.
2: Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> that's what say. So usually your your biggest criticism, your uh, critic, is you the next day because you know you have the guilt and the anxiety from being hungover, and you're like, well, that was not me, and you're like, and that, you know, and you distance yourself from it, like you do all the behavior, and then when they pull fellow drunks or whatever drunks at the bar and they ask them about that person, they all say, yeah, no, that's that's pretty, it's a pretty close version of who he is, you know, he's just <laughs> a little more amplified. That's all. Yeah. So <laughs> there's lessons to learn about that. One, don't be so hard on yourself. But two, hold of a, a, strong, a stronger mirror, that, and realize that is who you are. <laughs> yeah. You know, you didn't behave so out of character. That's one good thing. But the bad thing is yeah. that's your character.
1: Yeah,
2: because that is a pro- that is more of a uh, a sign that you have a problem. Is if you act completely different than you do when you're not drinking. They say, you know, it's not as much. It's not yeah. as much as uh, much you drink. You can drink a lot, like. Uh, well, like you, for instance, I don't think you would ever have a problem because you're, you know, you're always, you're always Sean. You know, it's just yeah, I, I just, am
1: always myself, which is bad and good. You know, bad and uh, good, but
2: but but you you lay your cards on the table, and that's all we could ask for. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, <laughs> no one's writing. Yeah, up. there is no one's writing. Like a when you hear up. what I, yeah, when you ahead. hear
1: like what I do drunk and it's crazy, like just. We'll be like, well, what time did it happen? And You're she's right. asking, was he drunk? You
2: know? <laughs> no one's writing a Jekyll and Hyde about you. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> As a matter of fact, there's a term in AA, which I do not agree with. They call... uh they call people who don't do AA but go, but go sober dry drunks, which means they're still assholes, but yet they're not drinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how AA is just like basically like this gorilla wing of the Catholic Church. No, absolutely. Like if, you, if, you, if you haven't said God is what saved you, right? <laughs> this is
2: all
1: written in pencil here, buddy. Yeah, exactly. That's away what they're saying. Any moment, you know.
2: And, yeah. they, and they throw it around like it's a real term. Like, oh, what's that term that you guys made up for people that yeah, don't yeah. do things? your way (laughs) you don't see how that's a problem
0: (laughs) well anyway like the whole
1: methodology of it is i mean it's catholicism uh right oh real quickly this is something because i know we got to wrap up but this is something that i wanted to uh you're somebody i could share this with like there's this meme going around on facebook Mm -hmm. and um it's to point out the hypocrisy of the catholic church But it's so funny because it's just Protestants arguing with Protestants on both sides. Like they don't Mm -hmm. actually know the Catholic Church like you and I. (laughs) And um, so it's like, oh, Catholics. And this is how the meme works. It goes, Catholic Church says uh, you can't have meat on Fridays during Lent. Uh, We go, well, what about eggs? Catholic Church says eggs are okay. That's not meat. And they then go um, and, and it basically shows how it's a hypocrisy for their point on abortion sure, you know sure. that, that an egg isn't considered a life right And then but then then like these other people are coming in going, no no, 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 it's consistent because the, the, the egg isn't fertilized, you know And I'm like, if you you motherfuckers don't know anything, just, I know. I was the, just... the Chicago bishop just announced that because Lent is falling on St Patrick's Day this year, you're allowed to eat corned beef. <laughs> you want to look for hypocrisy? Just listen to him. Right.
2: Okay. I always say it's always adorable <laughs> when non Catholics try to make rip on Catholics. Like, yeah, you're not going to do it the way we can. Yeah. We're announcing so, we've... that you can okay. have corned beef goes, equals...
1: only corned beef, though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> only. <laughs> Only a stereotypical. Irish and you have to <laughs> say a
1: prayer afterwards.
0: <laughs>
2: and a little donation to the. Yeah. <laughs> i perished. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, let's see how much time we got left here. Well, I think
1: we, we might be at time here. Do we all have right. Yeah. Let's one wrap more?
2: No, no. Let's wrap it up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we probably we should, should wrap it up. Advice on how to avoid it. I think I think we did sum it up in the beginning. Just avoid the. Uh, avoid, avoid the assholes. Avoid the, avoid asshole the assholes itself. and always
1: avoid parrots. <laughs>
2: yeah, parrots—the assholes of the bird kingdom. I would love that. Oddly, bro, uh,
1: the one—the bar in Chicago with—he uh, unfortunately just passed away a couple months ago—with the nicest owner of all time is Parrots in Chicago.
2: Oh, I didn't Dave, know that. The owner, remember? the owner of Parrots yeah. died. Yeah, yeah I great
1: him. guy, great guy. Yeah, he passed. Uh, he had cancer, but um,
2: Parrots yeah. was a great dive bar in Chicago. Because great dive bar. It had Parrots in the sign. It was, it was in the basement. Like, and it wasn't really an island theme, but it looked like it was, But it's, you the know?
1: outside, they they did a great job. Yeah. Of, of totally misrepresenting their bar with the sign and making right. it look more alluring than it really is.
2: And I think, it, and I think the way it was in the middle of you know, freezing Chicago in the winter, you pass like, what the fuck is this? parents? I think it was to keep people out, almost <laughs> like he didn't want to go to some <laughs> Jimmy Buffett bar. Yeah, that might but be. Yeah, go in there. And, yeah, it was not tropical at all. It's <laughs> awesome. It, it has. It Fantastic has more doors
1: than any bar I've ever been in. It has like 40 <laughs> doors, two rooms, 40 doors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. And you, yeah, you could be in like these private rooms, like, oh, what goes on in this <laughs> <laughs> oh, they room? Rent, well, they rent this out, I think, as an apartment for like <laughs> after, during the summer. <laughs> well, that's that. So, yeah, check
1: that's... out Parrots. Check out, uh, as we close here, check out both our live show every Friday, 10 p.m. Yep. at the Lincoln Lounge check out parrots on um
2: <laughs> over by
1: uh Broadway and um uh Barry there yes uh, great bar uh what do you got going on
2: CJ uh well by the time this comes out I do want to say to check out my other show bottom line bonds which finally has its own feed I'm doing it more of a uh daily general show a couple days a week but it's maybe more of a uh more of my own thing. They're still on the Sports Game Podcast Network, but, but it's my own like kind of side branch thing, along with my XFL show. But uh, I'll be in – by the time this airs, I'll be in Pittsburgh, end of the March at the Pittsburgh Improv. That
1: would be fun too. Oh, no, so I love Pittsburgh. Oh, well, you know Pittsburgh well. You went to school out there.
2: Went to school there, and that every time I go back, it's great. It is, it is, it's not the Pittsburgh I, that I went to.
1: It's, no, it's, oh god, that's it's changed a lot. I, I'll say this for a, Pittsburgh: they made the right bet at yeah, a civic level.
0: Absolutely, they're, like, they're
1: not like Cleveland was like. Nope, steel mills are coming back, baby. We're <laughs> yeah, all but, in.
2: Pittsburgh is finally. Like, nah, who I are think we we're going to do with?
1: biotech <laughs> and the internet. Yeah, you know?
2: who are we fooling with Let the Steelers keep the logo <laughs> on their helmet, but that's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, hey, uh, and they proved us wrong. I'll give that to them.
2: Yeah, Pittsburgh has come a long way, but it's a great time. Anyway, leave us a five-star review like uh, Sean Flair. said. Five-star review, everyone. And uh, okay. that's it.
1: We'll see you next Tuesday. a podcast network.